we are asking today, what happens to the Holy Spirit on Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday or any day that's not Sunday? So to do a really quick recap, last week Andy spoke about The reality that the Bible says you are the temple of the Holy Spirit, even on the days when it doesn't feel like it. That's what the Bible says. You're a temple of the Holy Spirit. You're a little microcosm of God's presence. And that's just how it is. And not only are you that, but the Holy Spirit flows out of you and brings life and flourishing with God, as opposed to the secular goldfish bowl of flourishing without God. And and he explained that the gifts are available to you anytime, anywhere, and they're for the benefit of the people around you, and love is the goal. So if your goal is to love the person in front of you, you'll be pretty confident that you're going to have a good gift available to give them from God. It's going to be good. It's going to be okay. So I uh, was wondering... If anybody had a little, just a quick something to share from last week when we were blessing each other, we're just practicing um, getting a little encouragement for one another. If something really blessed you, how would you feel about jumping up and saying, what happened? Because that would be awesome. Like really awesome. (laughs) People looked blessed. And I wasn't here, so I can't. <laughs> Come on, Alina. That's good. That's good. I can hear it. Rick prayed for me. He said basically that God knows be my furnace of my heart and connect with Him, and He's going to you know, make Himself more and more known to me. And the aftermath of that was God just speaks whatever language we all speak. He speaks the right language. So when I went surfing this week, I just felt very much like I'm paddling out with God. Mm. I'd sit exactly where I thought God told me to sit, and I caught wave after wave. And I thought, that's what it feels like. Yes. Yes. That's a perfect picture. That's really good. Really good. This is just such... Oh, sorry, Rick. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like encouragement to me. And encouragement is a really good thing. This is such a good scripture that I wanted to read it again, and it's very relevant to, for today. It's from Ezekiel 47. We were talking about the temple. We know that eventually we become the temple, but here's a lovely picture. Ezekiel gets led back to the bank of the river. And when I arrived, I saw a great number of trees on each side of the river. And he said to me, this water flows toward the eastern region and goes down into the Arabah, where it enters the Dead Sea. When it empties into the sea, the salty water there becomes fresh. Swarms of living creatures will live Wherever the river flows, there'll be large numbers of fish because this water flows there 
and it makes the salt water fresh. So where the river flows, everything will live. And in John 7, we know that Jesus stood up. It says on the last and greatest day of the festival, Jesus stood and said in a loud voice, let anyone who is thirsty come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as scripture has said, rivers of living water will flow from within them. And by this, he meant the spirit. So that, that is quite a picture. I was um, thinking this week about what we really expect of the Holy Spirit on a Monday or a Tuesday or a Wednesday. And I, I would say I have traditionally expected the Holy Spirit to help me to behave in a way that is godly. And there might be an opportunity every now and then to talk about Jesus or invite someone to church. Does anyone else want to throw out something that has been a, a general expectation of what the Holy Spirit might help us to do when it's not a Sunday? Yeah, to feel encouraged a little, yeah, a bit of a lift, a bit of a keep going. Yeah. I, I suspect, and it's certainly true in my life, that we're missing something. Mm-hmm. If I look at Ezekiel and John and it, there's this picture of a beautiful temple and a river of life, flowing out of it and that that's actually what Jesus paid for us to be, then I, I really want that. And that's not honestly what my life looks like yet. I don't know about everybody else, but I feel like there is a lot, lot more to come. There's a lot more for us to step into because I feel really excited about the idea of, of life and love being released into people's lives around me. And I, I suspect that we all feel like that. Like you actually want to, just, we want to bless people and not be hindered in that. And we also don't want to be bored and have really narrow ideas about what the Holy Spirit can enable us to do. I don't want to just have the occasional chat about Jesus that doesn't go anywhere. Like I want, I want a lot more than that. Um, and I've been thinking a lot about that this week. So as I was thinking about this whole idea of gifts and what, um, God, what God wants for us, I felt like he said that gifts are actually an expression. I think about Jesus as the word and I think about this idea of expressing yourself. And when I heard that, I was like, oh, that's interesting. And the definition of an expression is the act or process of making thoughts and feelings known. I was like, oh, that's revelation. That makes sense. So actually, God really wants to to express himself. And it's, it's really his pleasure to do that through us. So actually, these gifts are actually there to help connect God's heart to other people's hearts. So I was thinking about 
some of the gifts that we might think about with the Holy Spirit. Like there might be a word of wisdom for kind of a complicated situation where it's not clear or a prophetic word that brings encouragement or even direction, a word that brings insight and understanding where there's been confusion. It might look like a scripture that just goes to the heart of the issue for someone. It might be healing of the body. It can be healing of the heart, healing of the soul. It could be a miracle that provides what's actually needed from God's resources. So God actually does want to express his love to the people around us and and to bring life. And that's how we love the world. Like the world is definitely hungry and lost and, and God's gifts are the really the way that we express his love to people. I am... Um, no, 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 back, back, back. <laughs> I am... Um, I don't know about you, but I think my resources to love people and to speak wisdom into people's lives and to bring blessing is very, very limited. Like just I think Audrey can testify that I have limited resources even to parent well, let alone to bring like any kind of anything to anybody else. And I run dry very quickly. So I actually actually think we desperately need the gifts because they're tapping into resources that um, are are actually limitless, infinite. God's love does not run out. His wisdom does not run out. He doesn't have a certain amount of healing available for the day. Like it's all available and and we desperately need it. I um, was thinking about some examples of times when I have actually um, loved somebody with the gifts. And I'm going to tell you some of the good and a few of the bad. So (laughs) um, I, you know, my, I have a cousin who went, got married and then went through a very messy divorce. And I had a dream about him speaking into that time and that relationship and uh, just wrote it down in an email. And I just sent it to him and I said, look, I feel like this is God's perspective and I just wanted to share it with you and to encourage you with it. And he doesn't know Jesus and he was really touched by that and moved that somebody would, would share that with him. And I've had other experiences where I've spoken to mums who are just at their wit's end and don't know where to go and I don't know where to go. I don't have, I don't have anything in myself that is of any use actually. But every now and then I've said, well, I don't know, but I can pray with you and we can see. And that has always resulted in something, usually tears and usually a new idea or a something that gives some hope when you're really, really stuck. That doesn't happen nearly as much as I would like it to in my life. But I also want to share um, some encouragement, I hope will be encouraging, to say that it's okay when actually you step out and it doesn't work out so well. So we are going to talk about peace in a minute. Oh. There was a time, it was a while ago now, where I was at the supermarket and I was really determined to give like a word of encouragement to the checkout lady. 
and I'd been thinking about this all the way through the shop and I was quite tense. And I got to the checkout and I was like, okay, just gonna do it. And I'd rehearsed it in my head. And um, I, I think I should look quite calm, but I wasn't, wasn't on the inside. And I shared this word with her. And she was like, yeah, no. Nah. And she went on to explain why that was not actually a word for her. And I was like, okay, yeah, fair enough. And then she went on to share about, you know, someone else. And I was really dying inside. I really wasn't okay, but she was completely okay. Like it, she just wasn't phased. She just didn't blink. It, we ended up having a big chat about something else and I went into the car park and I was crushed, but actually <laughs> she was fine. Like it was fine. I shopped there many times more. It was never weird. Like, <laughs> so I just want to say it's really fine. Like it's just fine. There's so much grace. <laughs> There's so much grace. You know, God is really creative. So that when he expresses himself through you and he wants to love on someone or give them something, it could look really like, it could look creative. It doesn't have to look like the way that someone told you it's got to look like or the way that you feel like it might. Like it doesn't have to look like anything that you've seen before or experienced. It could be, it's just whatever is needed in the moment and it's, it's okay. And it's also personal to you. You know, I was thinking that we're not, um, we're not just these robotic vessels that God uses like, if I'm going to encourage someone, it will, it will still sound like me. Of course, it would be full of God and it will be his thing. But the way that um, I encourage someone or give someone a word or whatever can look quite different to how someone else does it. And that's fine. You can still use your own language and you don't have to sound weird. Like it's still you and that's perfect. Otherwise, it would be weird. So it's okay. I was also thinking that it gets, actually what, hap, what does get weird is when we start pulling the gifts out of our relationship with God. And I don't know if you know anyone who's really gifted but doesn't seem to be very close to God. Like it doesn't, it never looks good. It goes really wonky really quickly. At the end of the day, if a gift is God expressing himself, then we need to know God. Like we need to be walking closely. We need to know what his voice sounds like. We need to be full of his heart and aware of his, um, his perspective and his ways and the way that he likes to do things. So it all comes out of relationship. Of course it does. It always does. Everything comes out of relationship with God. And I also was thinking that this, this whole area gets really strivy and really anxiousy, or it does for me anyway. Um, I always lean toward performance and it's so unhelpful. I have been really encouraged this week because God has been talking to me about how um, so much of this is just grounded in our relationship with the Father and that actually if you start in peace and you remember that actually you are really secure with the father behind you and beside you. And you really can take a risk because he really does have you and it's okay. And that just makes it so much easier. If you're anxious, it's just so difficult and, and everything gets a bit funny. But I think if we actually settle ourselves in the father's embrace before we actually go and talk to anyone, it's just a much better place to start.
I'd say peace is actually the place to start. And in fact, I actually think what happens is that when you are settled in the Father's love and you feel secure about who you are, then what actually happens is his compassion starts to flow into you. And actually it's the compassion that, um, I don't know if drive is the right word, but compassion is what I think leads to the release of gifts because it's, it's compassion. It's the Father's compassion. It's his compassion for people's needs and people's lives and his longing to just pour something good into them. Yeah. We go there with a, an idea of what we want to do. Yes. As to letting ourselves be filled with God's compassion. Yeah. He, he, when, he's, when we're filled with compassion, it does just flow naturally. Yeah, I think so. And we think the best is up because we've got an idea of what we want to achieve. Yes, what we want to achieve, exactly. And what we think the outcome should be or could be. And it's not always. I mean, it's all an invitation, right? People can say no. People can turn away, that's fine. It doesn't matter. Just, just love them anyway. I, I, I do think that people actually feel compassion, though. People sense compassion. When people feel like you, you are moved by compassion, is a really, that's something that really touches people's hearts and something that they respond to. So where does God go on Monday? Well, the reality is that he doesn't go anywhere. He's, he's closer than your next breath. He's intimately within you and around you and upon you and where you go is where he will be on Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday and all the days. He'll absolutely be there. So we're going to do something fun that's not striving or anxiousy. It's very full of peace. I'm going to pray and then we're going to do what we did last week. Raise your hands if you weren't here last week. Oh, quite a few. Okay. So two things we're going to do. The first thing we're going to do is you're going to find a partner, ideally not someone that you're best friends with or live with. And we are going to ask the Holy Spirit for a word of encouragement, aren't we? That's what we're going to do. Just checking. Not someone that you did this with last week either. And then when you're feeling encouraged and peaceful, maybe with that same person, invite you to just sit and pray and process and chat together and listen to the Holy Spirit. That'd be good. About one context in your day-to-day life or your week where you would be, um, you just feel a hunger or a desire to be more, temple river flowing and less like unaware and then spend some time praying about that and just asking asking God to lead you in asking the Holy Spirit to help all of that kind of stuff Father, I want to thank you for the beautiful and interesting and exciting picture that you give us of life with the Holy Spirit. 
And we all, um, we all have people and context in our life that look a bit like the Dead Sea and desperately need some living water to flow in and make the water fresh and to bring life. And we want to do that because that sounds interesting. So I want to ask right now, first of all, that your peace would come and settle upon us. That you'd wrap your peace around our hearts. You'd saturate our thoughts with your peace. Our spirits would be filled with peace. Our souls would be held by your peace. that we would have a, an awareness of the depth and breadth and height of your love, the deep love that sustains us day in, day out. And Father, I ask that you would pour your spirit out upon us. that we'd become so much more aware of you within us and with us. I ask that we step out, as we step out in peace, God, and as that we cry out to you each day to, to order our steps and to bring us to the right people at the right place at the right time, God. That you would lead us and give us courage but more than that, you would give us compassion, compassion that moves us and compels us to just go and love someone. We ask that you'd put your words in our mouth and your love in our hearts. And Father, I want to ask that you would encourage us as we go. Amen.